live from the Bismarck Event Center in Bismarck, North Dakota. Welcome to a special broadcast at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference. Today, we'll bring you interviews with conference speakers and a behind-the-scenes look at the exciting events taking place throughout the next couple days. We now join our hosts in the Vendor Exhibit Hall. To all the faithful listeners, Real Presence Live, good morning. Welcome to the 26th day in the month of October. We are coming live. Myself, Father Craig Holcalter, your host, along with Mr. Mike Kiedrowski. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, Craig. What a special uh, edition we have here. It, it, a special edition of uh, Real Presence Live. You know, Mike, we've been in hospitals, we've been in schools, and now we're coming to all of our listeners from the vendor hall at the Bismarck Event Amen. Center. On this bright and beautiful, but not a sunny morning, it's actually a little cloudy and rainy out, uh, to be honest with you, in Bismarck. From the Thirst 2019, uh, wonderfully sponsored and uh, beautifully run Catholic conference here by the Diocese of Bismarck. Listeners, we are glad you're tuned in. It's going to be an exciting two hours, jam-packed with wonderful guests, and I can't wait because the man sitting to my left and, of course, for all of you, you'll just hear his voice, the man who ordained me a priest in May of 2012, Bishop David Kagan. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning, Father Craig. How are you? I'm well. Bishop ordained me to bring the gospel uh, to the people of the church and to feed them with the body and blood of Christ. So we would be remiss, Mike, if we did not begin this wonderful show with prayer and so, please, I invite all listeners this morning as we come to you live from the Diocesan Eucharistic Conference, Conference in the Diocese of Bismarck, Thirst 2019. Let's take a moment to pause, rest our hearts, and come to the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your sacred heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the mass offered throughout the world in reparation for my sins for the intentions of all my relatives and friends and also for the intentions of the holy father amen amen, amen. in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen, amen. bishop kagan i was reading in the uh this year's uh, program for 2019 thirst uh, the diocese has titled it a call to mission. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about um, how, how do these conferences come about? And I know since you, you, I think in a long way and in, in, in a real way have, have made these conferences available to the people of Bismarck and beyond. Uh, what is the impact and, and talk to us about thirst a little bit? Well, uh, this is our third uh, uh, thirst Eucharistic conference. We, uh, began in 2013, uh, and God rest her soul, Michelle Dupong uh, was the driving force behind that first conference and really uh, did such a magnificent job and got it off the ground. Uh, and we had a tremendous response uh, from uh, the Catholic people of both dioceses in North Dakota, and they came from uh, South Dakota, there were groups coming from Canada. Uh, we had people coming from uh, Montana and Wyoming and other places as well. And uh, the whole point 
of uh, why we started this is because uh, one of the very first statements in the Catechism of the Catholic Church regarding uh, the Most Holy Eucharist, and of course it's an age-old uh, truth of our faith, and the Church has never deviated from this uh, teaching and understanding that the Holy Eucharist is the source and the summit of our very lives. And uh, picking up uh, back in uh, 2013, uh, from the year of faith that Pope Benedict XVI had called, uh, we took this as something of uh, a call and a challenge uh, to let's get serious, not that we weren't before, but let's make a concerted effort uh, and promote the new evangelization. Uh, and again, uh, the message of the gospel uh, isn't new. It's, it's uh, always uh, ever ancient, ever new, uh, and always applicable to every person. But how we communicate that, we have to use the new technologies, the new methodologies to introduce people to the joy of the gospel, the joy of the faith, uh, and uh, it, not just for those who perhaps have never heard of, of uh, God, uh, but those who have lapsed in their faith for whatever reason, uh, give them uh, a call, come back, you know, uh, and so that's what got the ball rolling. And uh, so we decided that every third year we would have this Eucharistic uh, conference. So this is the third one we're having. And in the intervening two years, uh, we would have a one-day Catholic men's conference and the following year uh, a one-day Catholic women's conference leading up to then the next uh, Eucharistic uh, conference and uh, the response has just been uh, excellent I think and just as, as I walked in this morning seeing so many people already coming in uh, they perhaps were here last evening and are coming back for today or there were quite a few I could tell who were arriving today and registering uh, for the day's uh, uh, talks, uh, certainly for the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. Uh, and one of the things uh, we decided early on with the Eucharistic Conference is that uh, we would do our best uh, to have uh, adoration of the Most Blessed Sacrament, exposition and adoration, I should say, throughout the day. And as uh, much as we possibly can, given it's a weekend and uh, many priests uh, have uh, weddings and, and other commitments on weekends, we would make the sacrament of penance available uh, for people because uh, to encounter Christ is to encounter uh, the merciful Christ and to uh, express uh, as Pope Benedict would say so often, the joy of knowing Christ, we come to know him in the most blessed sacrament and in 
the mercy we receive from Sacramental Lab Solution. And so the thrust of the whole conference from the beginning has been to uh, be fully engaged with the new evangelization. It was Pope Paul VI who coined the term, and every pope, even John Paul II, who only lived about 32 days or 33 days, they all, uh, since Paul VI, uh, have uh, spoken of, have urged all of us as Catholics in the Church uh, and, and tried to motivate us to be fully engaged in the new evangelization, uh, which at one and the same time isn't exactly new, but is new. Uh, and it, it comes down to, uh, it, it's not another program. It's mm. fortifying our Catholic faith, our Catholic lives, with the Most Holy Eucharist, uh, restoring uh, ourselves to grace through the sacrament of, of reconciliation, and in experiencing that mercy and that joy uh, of encountering Christ, we express this perhaps more in our, our, the example we give others than any words we might uh, say, but uh, it's to bring the joy of knowing Christ and being loved by him to others. You know. Bishop Kagan, I, I want to follow what you were saying. Um, and just to be clear with our listeners, the Diocese of Bismarck, um, as we're coming to you live listeners from the 2019 Thirst Conference here in the Bismarck Event Center in Bismarck, North Dakota, uh, uh, Bishop Kagan made it clear, but I, I want to go over that again. We're on a cycle. Mm-hmm. So the Diocese of Bismarck, through their Eucharistic conferences, they, they do a, a, a combined kind of a large platform one, which is this weekend, 2019, right, right. and then we go uh, women's and, and a, uh, a women's and a men's weekend, and then we come back to the big platform. Well, yeah, it, it's uh, the the big Eucharistic conference uh, beginning Friday evening, ending with mass uh, about noontime or so on Sunday. That's every third year. So third year, yeah. And so next year, uh, we want to have a one day. It it would be on a Saturday. Uh, a one-day Catholic men's conference, as we did in 2014, and then uh, the following year, 2021, as we did in 2015, uh, a Catholic women's conference leading up again to, uh, in 2022, uh, Understand. Uh, the next uh, longer Eucharistic conference. I, I think this is pretty important. You know, uh, those of you that will be able to attend the Thirst Conference this weekend, you'll see it in the program. But I think which is amazing, and Bishop Kagan is alluding to it in, in the new evangelization, and Pope Paul VI, John Paul I, John Paul II, uh, Benedict XVI, and now with uh, Pope Francis, uh, there's nothing new here, friends uh, uh, of the faith. There's nothing new. We, we are bringing together uh, resources, both human and sacramental, uh, in one in one, right. one area, and I've noticed that too. I mean, I, I have them tonight for two hours. I think 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Bishop, but as you read this, and if you could speak to our listeners a little bit about how centered this is on the sacraments, you have Mass every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, of course, you have the speakers. Of course, you have the programming. Uh, but then there's all day adoration, and there's hours. We're talking what 20 plus hours of window right. for. 
the faithful to go to confession. Go to confession. And, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense if we're having a Eucharistic conference not to uh, not only have, of course, uh, our most perfect and our supreme act of worship in this life to have daily Mass, but also uh, give people time, whether they want to spend 15 minutes, an hour, or even longer, to just be quiet and uh, allow the Lord uh, exposed uh, to them uh, in the Blessed Sacrament, in the Monstrance, to speak to them. You know, they don't need to do a lot of speaking. My problem is whenever I'm making a visit, I'm doing all the talking until all of a sudden it must be my guardian angel who wakes me up and says, why don't you shut up and let Jesus talk to you? He's, the Lord is infinitely patient, and he waits for us. And uh, But again, uh, to have uh, adoration, exposition and adoration of the most blessed sacrament uh, for so many hours throughout the day and throughout the overnight hours, uh, gives everyone an opportunity uh, to just spend some time with the Lord. I, I had a uh, spiritual director uh, in the high school seminary, hmm. and when you're in a high school seminary, everything is new. Uh, first, just obeying rules is new. <laughs> but he, early on, uh, we would have uh, a weekly conference, and he was talking to us, I remember, I was a freshman in the high school seminary, he said, boys, there's a reason why in your daily schedule you're scheduled to be in chapel mm. for a visit. He said, if you do nothing else, just sit and be quiet and look at the Lord in the tabernacle because he's in there already looking at you, waiting. You know, and I've never forgotten that. You know, and that, uh, that you know, for a 13-year-old boy, that... I'm surprised I've remembered it, but I did. And that's so very true. That's really uh, the heart and the soul. You don't have to go in and, and start talking. He's God. He already knows you better than you know yourself, and he knows what you need, what your sorrows are, what your joys are. Just sit and listen. You know, he'll do the rest. Yeah. Bishop Kagan, that's, that's beautifully true. Friends, don't touch the dial. We're going on a short break. Coming to you live from 2019 Thirst, a Eucharistic conference sponsored by the Diocese of Bismarck. <laughs> 